0: Let's do it, Uh, A to Z Sports. We are going live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Uh, we uh, are powered here by our fine partners and I want to give them some quick love before we jump into today because they're making it happen for us as we make it happen for all of you. That's the Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. Farm Bureau health plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash Wilson County Hyundai, make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Aura app, everyone can fi- anyone can find anything online, uh, and the Aura app is the place to go uh, with a two-week free trial link with the, the link Aura.com slash ATOZ. Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota de- dealer located in Columbia, Franklin, or Murfreesboro. Visit them online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Jack, the NFL trade deadline is next week at this point. It's October 31st. It's spooky season for Titans fans as Halloween looms, which is the trade deadline. And interesting as well, because this deadline comes right in the middle of a short week for the Titans. They have this bye this weekend. They have all of next week to prepare for the Atlanta Falcons. They will host the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday, October 29th at Nissan Stadium. That Tuesday is the NFL trade deadline. That Thursday, the Titans are in Pittsburgh for a Thursday night football date with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, So that is certainly something to monitor as this begins to loom closer because I get the sense that these deals are going to be needed to Need to be made sooner rather than later if you are the Titans. And quite honestly, Jack, if the Titans are going to trade anybody, and we'll get into some of the possibilities or proposed rumors here in a little bit, it might need to happen before they even play the Falcons. Like this could be uh, within the next week here or so.
1: Yeah, it would make sense to kind of get the new talent acclimated if you are to bring in any new talent. Um, it would make sense and to to elevate some of these younger guys to bigger roles if you do move on from veterans. And we will talk about a few veterans the Titans could potentially move on from um, near the deadline. But yeah, you're right. It, the schedule does make things tough. The Thursday night game at Pittsburgh is is tough, but you do have a bye week right now. The problem is there's so many moving parts as it is over there. Who's going to be your quarterback for the Falcons game? You know, you got to figure that out before anything else. So it, there's going to be – it's going to be a busy couple of weeks, I assume, downtown over at Nissan in the Titans facility. But, yeah, the schedule doesn't make things any easier than they're already going to be.
0: That's so wild to think about, that you don't even know who's your who your starting quarterback is for that Falcons game. And Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel having to juggle possibly trading away like superstar talent in the meantime before then too – weird because like you want to give your team a chance to win and like get things on the right track this season you don't want to wave the white flag and yet this bye week makes it really weird because if you if you had a game this weekend and you lost and you were two and five I think it's a lot easier to say all right wave the white flag we should uh you know we should we unload some assets here but and if you were to go and play a game this weekend and win and you were 3 and 4 then you're probably more inclined to be like all right let's see if we can stick around and do this thing uh maybe yeah. even trade for some pieces in that case but but at 2 and 4 with a bye week it, there's a lot of gray area here for me
1: sure yeah you're right and we can't forget that just last season the jaguars started off 2 and 6 before winning the division and the AFC South with the jags playing a first a first place schedule You know, it may only take nine or ten wins to win this division. And I know a lot of the chat's going to say, well, the Titans can't get to nine or ten. I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility. I mean, the Jags started two and six. They finished with nine wins last year. The Titans will start at seven and three and blew the division to a team that started two and six, too. So that's another way of looking at it. Uh, The Titans aren't out of the water. I mean, for as bad as this thing has started, it feels like they're, you know, pretty far back of where they need to be in order to make the playoffs or even make a push for the playoffs. But it's, it's not totally doom and gloom. And we had Mike Keith on the Titan up podcast this week. And he said, you know, sure. There's plenty of problems going on around the team right now, but the season's not over. Like two and four is not a death sentence. The last time the Titans were two and four, they made a a run to the AFC championship game in 2019. So we've seen this uh, before and we've seen, we've seen teams come from, uh, come back from the dead uh, in worse positions than the Titans are right now and make the playoffs. So I, I, I that that's another thing you have to factor in when we're talking about this whole conversation and what you do at the deadline. Careful, Jack. You're talking about uh, 2019.
0: I've uh, you know people come for my throat anytime I bring up the two and four 2019 start. And, and, I mean, and rightfully so, right? This team is not the 2019 team. They have, no. I think, a lot more issues uh, and a much more uphill battle to climb if they want to get into the playoff picture. And as you know, big Jeff pointed out, this is not the same division. I think it's a much better division than even last year, but the point is right. You look at this slate and this is what I, I think I keep coming back to. And a lot of Titans optimists, if you will keep coming back to is this schedule and it's the five of six games five of your next six games coming against Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Indy, who we now know will not be with Anthony Richardson because he is going to miss the rest of the season, Jack. And so it's hard for me to not like look at that and be like, oh, you still have a shot, but it's just interesting to me how divided this fan base really is. And I'm so excited to get into some of these questions because uh, I've got Lou Man saying, We're still alive, Sam. We're still alive, Sammy, man. And we've got Andre saying, Sam wants to stay mediocre. A big divide between, you know, who wants to to win games and who wants to uh, go into the tank mode. Uh, I, as a member of the media, would prefer to win football games because it –
1: makes my job more relevant well you would think titans fans month. would also want to win football games, I would but there's think a small, so. there's I, a small I, minority I, of fans that are that are really hoping the titans tank from here on out which blows my mind because you spend yeah. all offseason waiting for football to return just to cheer against your team when the season's finally here that's a loser mentality get out of get out of the victim mentality get out of the loser mentality you want your football team to win the titans have enough to win a handful of games in this league Sam pop that schedule up one more time for me if you don't mind yeah I want y'all to look at the quarterbacks the Titans have coming up in the next six games Desmond Ritter Kenny Pickett Baker Mayfield you've got Trevor Lawrence who might not even play on Thursday night Bryce Young Gardner Minshew like those are very winnable football mm -hmm. games I know you've got to go on the road for three of them but those are all very winnable football games even for a team that's struggling like the Titans have been yeah it's a very interesting uh
0: I don't know the, the duality of fandom, I suppose between tank mode and loser talk. And um, I do agree with you to some extent, right? Like if you wait all off season for your team to come back and for there to be uh football back on your television, you'd like that to last a little bit more than like six weeks here before like rooting against yeah, your team for the rest one. of the way. Now, if you're like me and you're like a Chicago bears guy at heart or whatever. Like at this point, yeah, we're rooting for losses. We're, we're rooting for draft picks. The Titans aren't in that same spot right now where like you, you're realistically expecting to get the number one pick in the draft. And ultimately I think that's where Titans fans need to like adjust their expectations. I still think this team is too good to get a top three pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. The bears, the Panthers, Denver, Those teams are effing atrocious, like so bad. They are going to go at best three and 14. The Titans aren't going to be that bad. Like even if they go into tank mode, they might finish the year five and 12, like realistically. So we need to adjust our expectations for what it looks like because you have to ask yourself is ruining this core – Ruining any chance is rooting for you not to win football games worth getting like the number six pick in the draft.
1: Yeah, and the Titans aren't one player away. The guy that they take in the first round of next year's draft isn't going to change the tides that drastically. I hate to break it to Titans fans. You got $80 million in cap space to look forward to. You're going to fix your issues in free agency before you do them in the draft. So this whole thing, this whole mindset that you're going to find the answer in the draft, what gives you that confidence? I mean, Titans fans, where have you been for the last two decades? You've you've this is picked so in the funny. top five. You picked in the top five, top ten. And you've landed Vince Young, Jake Locker, and Marcus Mariota. And even when Mariota came, the Titans weren't relevant until the end of his rookie deal. What gives you the confidence that they can not only you know pick a guy in the top ten that actually pans out, but also have a football team that's functional around that quarterback when you're so many pieces away? It doesn't make sense. That's why tanking is dumb. Well, and this is a
0: like last year was a very unique year with Chicago getting number one overall uh, and still having faith in Justin Fields to be their future quarterback. Where like the team that had number one in a draft that number one was going to be a quarterback didn't want a quarterback. And so they could move out of that pick. Um, You saw a lot of flexibility and potential for a team like Carolina, who is picking later in the first round to move up and go get their guy. I don't imagine a world where Chicago Denver New England those teams are in a position to draft a quarterback and they don't and I also don't imagine a world where the Titans are worse than any of those teams so like if you're sitting here as a Titans fan being like Drake May Caleb Williams and I've already seen some uh yeah if, yeah if it's drake may it will talking about your comment about like how that player won't change the tides i just don't think there's any sort of realistic expectation where the tight I, I don't see any world ever that the titans end up with drake may zero no like the no, question no, is totally like you off. you might be able to get like jared verse or like one of those top offensive linemen and that could help you long term but it's not going to be a snap of the fingers
1: um and for all these people that also want to tank, like you have Will Levis and you really haven't seen anything from him yet. So not only are we suggesting tanking is the right idea for a quarterback, but we're doing so after the Titans took a quarterback at the top of the second round last year, and we haven't seen him play it down yet in the NFL. So yeah. let's get an answer on Will Levis before anything, any tanking discussion comes comes into the equation. Like you, you've got you to see what you have first before you say, oh, I want to lose every game for the rest of the season. For this quarterback that magically solves all of our issues. Like you might have that guy already. So you might not need to lose all of these games to go to a quarterback. Yeah. Got some super chats I'm going to get to
0: here in a minute. But before I do that, I want to tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. Uh, go to the Bone and Joint Institute. Schedule an appointment with them at boneandjointtn.org. Bone and Joint Institute is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility located out in Franklin that's got everything all under one roof, from clinic to rehab to surgery to imaging to testing. It's all there at the BJI, so uh, make sure you head out there and don't drive all over Middle Tennessee to get to your different appointments. Go visit them for good, reliable care uh, and schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. Go listen to our doc talk, by the way, with the Bone and Joint Institute about Ryan Tanhill's ankle. Very, very good stuff there.
1: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, and they're the king for a reason. Their selection is unmatched. It's easy to navigate for new users. And speaking of new users, you can sign up with bonus code A to Z sports. That's A-T-O-Z sports. And you'll get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses with code A to Z sports. Guys, get some skin in the game. Do it with BetMGM. Take advantage of our promo code. I'll say it one more time. A T O Z sports for one thousand up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right, Jack. Uh we got some super chats here to get to real quick
0: before we move on to our first question. We we haven't even begun to talk about the, the the topic of today's show, which is good though. Uh we've got a lot of uh you know people in the chat wanting to weigh in here because it does certainly feel like this is a big time for Titans fans, was as they uh await the fate of their franchise here in the next couple of weeks. Kane comes in and says, why would it matter who who you get rid of? Do you honestly believe that it would make you a Super Bowl team now or, as usual, you're projecting years out? Um,
1: I'm trying to figure out what he's referring to here, Jack. Do you have any idea? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to like, me. Is there's he talking a talking of people upset in the chat that I'm, I'm uh, anti-tank, but those people need to uh, – Im- Yeah, I would imagine Kane is saying –
0: you trade like why why does it matter who they trade does it make you a super bowl contending team now or are you you or as usual you're projecting years out yeah i mean it's a projection for the future but you do have to take advantage of uh assets that you have that are expiring assets and as we yep. have seen uh or as we will talk about the titans have a number of veteran players that are kind of expiring assets at this point that they could get some value out of uh, Andre says wanting long-term success versus a blue participation award ribbon isn't a loser mentality. Should have started future during the off season, not spinning tires. I understand Andre that like rooting for long-term success is the best thing for a fan base at the end of the day. I think there's a threshold that you need to cross as a team, as far as your lack of success, that it, like where, where I said, right. If you start a season two and six, two and seven, start rooting for the tank. I don't blame you whatsoever. If you want to sit there and root for losses at two and six, two and seven. Okay. Like if the Titans come out and two weeks from now they've lost to Atlanta and then turned around and lost to Pittsburgh on Thursday night football, be my guest, be root for the tank. I'll come on here on the show and say the Titans need to tank. That will be my opinion that I will hold. You can hold me to that. I don't think at two and four, they're anywhere close to dead. And when you still have hope, I think fan bases should lean on the side of trying to look optimistically, trying to uh, just get like, why not? Why not care? Why not have some rooting interest? Why not like get yourself through a couple more weeks of, of, uh, you know, of willing the Titans to victory, even if they're going to let you down. Why not? And you here's the thing, like
1: all season, no matter what you or I think, or what anyone in the chat thinks, I'll tell you what Mike Vrabel thinks. He's not going to tank. Mike Rabel is not a coach who's going to tank. Number one, he's lost 11 out of 13 games as it is without trying to tank. So at some point, his reputation is going to come into the equation if it hasn't already. And, you know, we talked on the Titan up podcast about plugging in the Bunsen burner. Like things are starting to get warm over there. If you start losing, even more games than you already have he's playing he's coaching to win football games so no matter if you want to tank or not Mike Vrabel does not have that mindset I hate to break it to you guys I mean yeah it's it's gonna be wild because
0: Amy Adams Strunk uh made it very clear last year when she fired John Robinson that she means business and wants to win I think Mike Vrabel's a very good head coach I think it would be a mistake to fire Mike Vrabel uh And yet if they go into this sort of tank mode and they finish the season five and 12, like I mentioned, I don't know how Miss Amy's going to going to take to that. I I don't know if she'll be too receptive to that sort of finish. Uh, Jake also circles back to the fun part of this, like where it's like, hey, like I said, they're two and six. They lose to Atlanta and Pittsburgh by all means embrace the tank. It is too late to trade assets at that point. So, it like this is why this is such a fun conversation, and why I feel like you could be on both sides of the aisle here. Uh, Andre last super chat says this team can't compete with the top of the AFC, and this division is widening the gap. We need as much top young talent as we can get. Um,
1: I so don't mean closing there. the closing
0: the gap in the division is probably no, widening not, right? the gap is what he means like between the Titans and the top of the division. The division is starting to separate uh mainly referring to probably
1: jacksonville which i there's more teams in the division to worry about than jack like the the texans and colts have absolutely closed that gap that we thought was there this off yeah but they've closed the gap with jacksonville
0: and like surpassed the titans at this point uh i mean i don't disagree with any of this um i yeah i don't disagree with you i think you need top young talent you need to turn things around um is now the also, right you, time to jump off that ledge, though?
1: You also want to make sure that you have the right, you know, places or the right pieces in place when it comes to culture, right? You're bringing in this new young core. You're yeah. hopefully going to hit on Will Levis. You've got Tajay Spears who looks like a stud already. Traylon Burks, if he can just stay healthy and figure it out on the field, you start to feel really good about it. And then there's some guys on defense that you're really happy about. Um, not in the secondary, but you know, most McCreary's shown things. The pass rush is always good. So you want to make sure that you have the right pieces in place to where veterans in free agency, when you have all this money, nobody wants to come to a team that just tanked. Nobody wants to come to a team with that, that lose or stink all over them. So while you have all this money in free agency that you're looking forward to spending next offseason, make sure it's an environment that attracts other other high-priced free agents and free agents who are ready to win now. Because that's what we're talking about, winning in the future. You can't win in the future if nobody wants to come play for you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is what makes
0: it fun. I mean, let's go ahead and get into our questions here because uh, we do have rumors beginning to swirl. And uh, Diana Rossini on The Athletic uh, came out with an article four days ago, Jack, that said the Titans, one of these teams looking to unload some of their uh, veteran assets um, at the trade deadline, they're still considering it. And so Bleacher Report followed up with an article uh, that had some Derrick Henry trade proposals and here's what they came up with. These are the four trades that bleacher report mocked up for Derrick Henry Titans get wide receiver, Devin Duvernay a second round pick and a fifth round pick from Baltimore. The Titans get running back Latavius Murray, a second round pick and a fifth round pick from Buffalo. The Titans get a second round pick and a fifth round pick from the Bengals or the Titans get Boston Scott, a second round pick and a fifth round pick from the Eagles. Um, What is your initial reaction to that? Because I thought these, personally, were crazy.
1: Three of the four are crazy because you're trading Derrick Henry to not only an AFC team, but a hated AFC kind of rival as as the way things have turned over the last few years for the Bengals. You've got the Ravens, who you hate. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons just tried to fight Odell Beckham reportedly after the game. You don't want to give Derrick... I would die if I saw Derrick Henry in a Ravens jersey. Same thing with the Bills. Right, I, I don't want the more Bills they, to have Derrick. I don't want to... the Eagles with AJ Brown, Julio Jones, the, and Derrick Henry. That would be hilarious. Yeah. That would
0: be objectively hilarious, though.
1: As bad as Howie Ros- Roseman, the Eagles have fleeced the Titans. And Marcus in the past, Mariota, they they're not going to hurt you in the future. You're not going to see the Eagles on the schedule for a handful of years, so you might avoid Derrick Henry altogether. Whereas the rest of those teams, if you plan on making the postseason ever, Derrick Henry's going to be there, and if he runs all over the Titans' defense which he's capable of doing to any good defense that stings so much more. So three of those four are crazy, but it's not really about where he goes right now. When we're talking about the trade rumors, it's about what the Titans can get in return.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just now need this to happen and Titans fans are going to kill me for saying this. I just think it would be hilarious. Give me Derrick Henry traded to the Eagles and Jalen hurts getting hurt in the playoffs. Uh, and then a playoff team of Marcus Mariota with Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown.
1: Yeah, that sounds That would nice. just
0: be, that'd be objectively hilarious. I, that'd be like wild. Um, it, a lot of people are saying that these trades are ridiculous, and I agree. I don't think it's based off of where they go. I think it's because of the compensation. And Jack, mm-hmm. I think this is, uh, and maybe I'm wrong here. I think this is way too much. Like, I don't think the Titans will get anywhere near this for Derrick Henry. I'm interested in seeing what the chat thinks. So let's get to our first question here. What is your ideal price tag for a Derrick Henry trade package? If the Titans were to trade Derrick Henry, what is your ideal price tag? What would it take for you to sign off on the trade? Uh, That's kind of what we're asking here. Before we do that, I want to tell everybody about our friends At Krebs Kubota, Krebs Kubota is an elite Kubota dealer. Krebs Kubota is Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment dealer with convenient locations in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Krebs is the elite Kubota dealer that has served the community for over 18 years. Krebs Kubota sells, services, and supplies parts for the best equipment in the industry and has a large selection of inventory and stock at all three locations right now. Krebs Kubota believes customer satisfaction is rooted in outstanding parts and service departments. Uh, it's their goal to have the best parts and service in the industry, which stands behind the best equipment in the industry. For all of your Kubota needs, visit them online at
1: KrebsKubota.com. For all of your sports betting needs, visit BetMGM.com, the king of sports books. For a reason, they've got plenty of live betting features, parlay selection options, boosted odd specials. And so much more over at BetMGM. But right now, new users can take advantage of a special offer. Use promo code A to Z Sports and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. A T O Z Sports gets you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Sign up tonight. NHL, MLB playoffs, NFL, college football, college basketball is on the horizon. The sports season is in full swing. Don't miss out on anything. Get some skin in the game. And when you do that, do it with BetMGM. And our promo code ATOZsports. All right, Jack. Uh, let's see what the chat is saying here. I asked
0: everybody what their ideal price tag for Derek Henry is. If the Titans were to move him, what is your ideal price tag? Uh, if the Titans were to move him, run left says we were lucky to get a fourth round pick If we're honest, uh, a third round pick. And that's it. Even that's asking a lot. A 2024 20, third is what Steven says. A third is what Joey says. A two and a fifth this year and a seventh next year from Zach. Uh, the Eagles proposal is what Paul wants, which is a player. And right, there was a player in the Eagles proposal and uh, Austin Scott. Austin yes. Scott, a second and a fifth. I'd take Gainwell and a second rounder, a third at least, low second at the most. A second is what Denise wants. A third from Billy. A second rounder is the best we could get from Titans Kyle. Uh, a third and a fifth from Jason. A third and a fourth from Reggie. Uh, A third and some cornerback depth from Matt. Uh, Let's see. Soul says nothing. Doesn't want to move on from Derek. A second round pick, says Ernie. Uh, Don't insult him for less than a fourth, says run left. Uh, Ideal, a first round pick. Ideal isn't realistic, though. Yeah, we're going to try and be realistic with these. Wide receiver and a mid pick. Second to fourth round pick, says Big Ten Jeff. Uh, Jack. What is your price tag that would get the deal done here for a Derrick Henry trade?
1: Well, let's look at what happened last year at the deadline. Christian McCaffrey, who, you know, is a, a different player than Derrick Henry, but I think that they're both highly respected at their running back position for what they've done over the last, you know, handful of years. Christian McCaffrey got traded and he didn't even, his tag wasn't even a first round pick, right? He, he was traded for a second, third, fourth, and fifth round pick. Two, three, four, and five. Looking at the draft in this upcoming offseason, the Titans have just five picks a first rounder, a second rounder, a fourth rounder, and two seventh rounders.
0: Say those again real quick.
1: Say those again uh, real quick. The Titans draft picks in 2024 is a first round pick, a second round pick, a fourth round pick, and two seventh round picks. So you'd like to recoup some draft capital if at all possible. Now, the question of do you or do you not want to trade Derrick Henry is an important one. I don't think you trade Derrick Henry. I, I don't think you ever trade Derrick Henry, to be quite honest with you. And I don't think you trade him right now because his value is low. You would be selling low on Derrick Henry. 4.3 yards a carry is, is tied for the lowest in his career since 2017. So you don't have the prime Derrick Henry that teams are used to seeing. And not, not that it's his fault. The offensive line in front of him hasn't really, you know, done a whole lot to make holes up front for him to run through. So you're selling low with Derrick Henry, and I, I I like the chat. I I would kind of be surprised if the Titans were able to get a second and another pick out of Derrick Henry. I know that he's still valuable, and we saw last week Mike Keith made a good point on the podcast this week that like Derrick Henry hasn't lost a step. He, you know he he doesn't that 63 yard run goes for 15 or 20 if he had right. He doesn't doesn't have that breakaway speed from the third level of a defense if he's lost a step. Like Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. He just doesn't have Lawan, Saffold, Jones, Davis blocking in front of him anymore. You know, so it just feels like you would be selling low on, you know, really the most valuable player to your franchise, maybe since Steve McNair was a Titan. So for that reason, I don't think you do it. But if I had to put a price tag on it, if you could get a second, and a mid-round pick, like a fourth-round pick, then I think you have to consider it. But to me, I, I don't think I would trade Derrick Henry. That feels like a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think there's any
0: way you're getting a second and a mid-round pick uh, for Derrick Henry. And and perhaps that's why, like, this doesn't happen. Uh, I, I should also say here that I, I do agree with you in a lot of ways. I don't think the Titans are going to trade Derrick Henry. Uh, I just, I have a really hard time and it, it's similar to what it was in the offseason for me. I have a hard time seeing a team overpay for him. And I have a hard time seeing the Titans moving on from Derek, knowing kind of what it symbol, like symbolizes to the fan base, knowing what it does to a locker room, knowing how it can kind of tear your team apart if they're not getting like overcompensation for what they should be getting for Derek realistically, like if we were being honest here, if you got a third round pick for Derrick Henry, that's a trade you should take. Like it's, it's, he's not worth a third round pick at this age with the amount of money that he's making with the fact that he only is on the field half the time for you anyways. If you get a third round pick for that guy, you take that deal. Especially when we see the good running backs that are coming out of these drafts in like rounds two, three, and four. It is a little bit different when you're talking about the brand of Derrick Henry. And so my my answer would be like a third. If the Titans got a third, because you said they've got a one, a two, and a four. They don't have a third round pick. If you traded Derrick Henry and got into the third round, I wouldn't blame them a ton. But if we're talking sitting here like offloading Derrick Henry for a day three NFL draft pick, I'm going to be pretty upset. I think the fan base should be too. Um, and and there's either way, I think people are going to be upset if they move on from Derek, but like, yeah. we have to understand value We're like we have to be objective. About sure. That.
1: Sure. I agree. I agree. And it's a, it's a tough conversation to have. I think a lot of people feel like Tyrus, right. I'd rather have Henry walk away as a free agent instead of getting some late round. round I agree. For him. I agree. You know, it's, First of all, I don't know if you if you win one of the next two games, you're at three and five and the deadline comes. Are you sure you're ready to move on from Derrick Henry? Are you sure this team's eliminated from playoff contention? I'm not so sure in the AFC South. I'm not so sure with the way that these AFC wildcard teams have looked this season, looking at you, Chargers, looking at you, Bengals. Um, So. You know, I, I think that there's still going to be a chance, even if you're three and five, to crack the playoffs. Now you have to get hot. You have to really figure it out. And you have to have a healthy Tannehill, um, which you might not have for some time soon. But if you do move on from Henry and you do trade him, you do have to get the most for him. And uh, sadly, I would I would be shocked if somebody was willing to give up a two for Derrick Henry. So I would that. be
0: hesitant to move on in general from him. I agree. Like I think I agree with you on that that aspect. And we gotta. I mean, like Dylan's saying, "I'm out of my mind" and whatever. And Balthazar <laughs> wants to know when the trade deadline is. Yes, it's the thirty first. Halloween. Halloween. I'm not out of my mind here. Like like a third rounder is if the Titans traded Derrick Henry for a third rounder. I think the narrative would actually be nationally. The Titans did well in this trade. The Titans like to get a third rounder for in older running back on an expiring contract for six games or whatever it would be at that time. Good job Titans. I think that's the, uh, the vibe now, what it means for your franchise, your fan base, all of that stuff is why you probably don't end up moving him in general. But I think that that's a fair price tag to put on the trade, but what and, we can. And another thing the is
1: what mess, what message does that send across the league? Right? I think everybody in the NFL knows that if you, if the MVP Actually went to the most valuable player. Derrick Henry probably wins that like three times with the Titans, right? No, because he was without a doubt the most valuable player to his team in the NFL and has been for quite some time now. So, what message is that? A whole does different have...
0: conversation. We're
1: not going to. No, right. but listen, but listen to me. You hear my point. What message does that send to to veterans that want to compete and win at a high level here? Like the Titans, if the Titans move on from Derrick Henry, then man, like this. The whole business side of the NFL really is true. I don't
0: agree with that at all. I mean, like, yeah, that's what it is. It sends a message, no doubt about it. But the message is the the same as it is everywhere else. Like, this is a business. And, like, when you're old er, or and you're, uh, you know, coming down on expiring contracts, you can get traded. Like, I don't think that means anything other than maybe an indictment on the running back position again, as we've talked about, like, the way that, Teams like to cycle in and out guys at running back. Derrick Henry's been one of the the most consistent guys, obviously, staying with the Titans, being their their bell cow back for the last you know six years or uh, whatever it's been since he took over as the starter. So I think that that would be the only message is that like, hey, even the Titans are now taking notes and moving on from Derrick Henry knowing that uh, they probably have a better option somewhere else. And whether that could be Tajay Spears and another guy that you draft in the third round, and then you get younger and you get cheaper and you reset the clock. That's the business side of this thing. Uh, and Derek Henry's not going to be a Titan forever, but I will move on uh, because I know this is probably, it, this is not a fun conversation to have. I wish we weren't having, I, know, this it sucks. I right. wish we were talking about like what wide receiver the Titans could add to their roster or, what offensive lineman or cornerback they could trade for to uh, fill out their depth because they're looking like they're going to make the playoffs. And, you know, I wish that was the conversation we're having, but we're not. Uh, But I will move on because uh, to maybe something that's going to ruffle even more feathers. I I don't know (laughs) here because uh, there are more people on this roster than just Derrick Henry. When we first brought up the idea, Jack, of the Titans making a trade, I saw a comment that said trade D hop to the chiefs, which I've certainly seen floated out there on the internet as well. Then you have other veterans like Kevin Byard. You have veterans like Danico Autry, uh, a lot of different guys that could potentially gain some interest and have some value as the trade deadline approaching Mike Vrabel. This is him talking to the media earlier this week. He's not afraid to trade assets. If he feels like it's what's going to help the team game day roster.
1: Would you Thank- consider trading assets at the deadline and prioritizing a draft pick in next year's
0: draft? I think we would always consider trying to strengthen the team, whether that's right now, this week, or in the future. Absolutely. Thanks. Always consider trading assets to strengthen the team. Um, a lot of different ways you could look into that and read into that. But Jack, it got my wheel spinning and your wheel spinning yeah. about what outside of Derrick Henry the Titans could potentially move on from. And so I ask you guys this question, what veteran Titans player do you think is most likely to get traded at the deadline? What veteran Titans player do you think is most likely to get traded uh, at the deadline? Again, sensitive subject. Trade talk always is. Uh, so, you know, sorry about all of that. Uh, <laughs> before <laughs> That's we do that. what
1: I... this show is, though. We have the tough conversations. We ask the tough questions. You're not always going to agree with Sam or my or myself. So that's what makes this fun. We all have different opinions and some people take it a little more personally than others. But um, they're tough conversations, but that's what makes them fun to have. Hey, yes, sir. Uh, Before we get to your answers and Jack and I give you ours, I want to tell
0: everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at FBHP.com slash ATOZ, Farm Bureau Health Plans has been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. A lot has changed in Tennessee over the years, but some things have stayed the same, like Farm Bureau Health Plans, they've always valued personal relationships. They still do to this day, especially when it comes to good health and good service plan on farm bureau health plans for health dental and vision for better coverage, better rates and better service. Go to FBHP.com ATOZ or walk into one of their 200 plus locations across the state. That's
1: FBHP.com slash ATOZ. If you're looking to get a little skin in the game and look no further than BetMGM. it's the perfect place for sports betters. If you're just starting off in your sports betting era, Use BetMGM and and use it especially for this reason. We're offering a promo code right now: ATOZ Sports gets you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. Sign up tonight. Bet Thursday night football, or maybe you want to bet on Saturday, some college football action. You can do whatever you want with with your money, but make sure you use our promo code to get a little extra green in your account. Use code ATOZ Sports to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses with BetMGM. All right. We asked the question: What veteran Titans player do you think is most likely
0: to get traded at this year's deadline? You heard Mike Vrabel pretty open to the idea of moving on from assets. So, Jack, uh, do you want to go to the chat? Should I go to the yeah, chat? Yeah, yeah.
1: Send me to the chat. I, I right, want to dive into. Go the to the chat and let's see what the people are. This saying. is this is how hostile and toxic things are right now. Denise starts us off. Doesn't even go player. She wants to trade Vrabel for being stubborn. Uh, JQ says trade Derrick Henry. JQ's has been fired up in the comments section. It's nice to see him with just a two-word answer here. Um, KB says Austin Bond. Uh, Curtis says Byard. Anthony Ham says Bayard. Steven says Hop. Brent Matlock says Bayard. Rich says Bayard. Ernie says Autry. Uh, Orlando says KB or Landry. Landry would be a, a really tough guy to trade, especially with that contract coming off of an ACL. Don't think that's very likely, but that's who he would like to trade. Um, Major Key says KB. Bama says Tart. So does Brad Anderson. Moving on, we, we got American Taz says God, I hope Dillard. I don't know what you could get for him. Maybe a half-eaten bag of Lay's potato chips. Um, <laughs> oh, Henry my. from Hello Ladies, who's also been very passionate today. We, we appreciate your passion, Hello Ladies. Um, Nate says Autry. Major Key says D-Hop. Um, Tart or Fulton from Dustin Borton. Uh, it's interesting because we just saw how valuable Tart is in his absence. And obviously, Fulton hasn't played up to a nice draft pick to trade for. Um, Jonathan says Bayard. Jason says Henry and Hopkins. Steven says Tart. Pastor Raymond says KB. Um, let's see, moving on. Luman says Spears and Willis and D Hop. Um, kind of all over the place with that answer, Luman. Sean Gill says KB. Autry says Jacob. Eddie says Bayard. Scott says Bayard. Polly D says Bayard demetrius says d hop so sam i'm gonna turn this question to you yeah Which titans veteran would you most like to see get traded
0: not who i would like to see get traded who i think would is you... most likely to get traded yeah we there we go important clarification there i don't want anybody to get <laughs> traded here um if, if derek kevin Danico. If you guys are – DeAndre, if you guys are listening, I don't want you to get traded. I, I like you here in, in, in Music City, so just keep that in mind. Well, who do you uh, believe is most likely to be dealt? You know, Chad opened my eyes to, like, the Tier Tart thing, which I think is really interesting. I will stick to my initial inkling and say Kevin Byard
1: hmm.
0: of the group. It's tough, man. Uh, I think Danico right now is sort of irreplaceable for the Titans up front. I think they need to try and keep pressure on the quarterback. Um, His contract is not one that I'd be like too overwhelmed at like trying to move. I don't think you get, I think you get the least for him possibly of that group. Um, So there's less motivation to move him. Derek, for all the reasons we just talked about, I think his name uh, and idea of Derek Henry would make the fan base sort of riot. I, I don't know. It's tough because I don't I don't think the Titans trade Kevin Byard. But I think if there's one of these scenarios that I could foresee, that would be the one. That, okay. That like, I, I don't think the Titans are going to trade Kevin Byard. I think it's a lot more likely than moving D hop who has a second year on his contract and could potentially be a piece for a guy like Will Levis to throw to next year or the Titans trading Derrick Henry for a bucket of balls, just because uh, when you know how much he means to this city and this fan base. So I would say of the veteran players on expiring deals, I think KB is somebody who you could still get value for um, who the Titans would be motivated potentially to get, Out from that contract, uh, knowing how much money that they pay him on his game checks and what his base salary looks like. Uh, And if KB is open to it, because I think, you know, you want to get him on a contender, you want to get him a chance to uh, get into the postseason. uh, But I do think that there is a a good enough relationship between the organization and Kevin there, where you're like, hey, man, if you want to stay like we're not gonna not gonna move you. But you know, that would be the one that I could see. Okay.
1: To me, I think that there are two guys that are more likely than the other two guys. I'll start with the most likely, in my opinion, and that's Danico Autry. I think that Danico Autry makes the most sense because of the season that he's that he's already having. He's got four sacks on the year. He's on pace for a double-digit sack season. There is value there. there. There are teams that do need an extra pass rusher. We saw the Chiefs just get desperate and bring Frank Clark back after it didn't work out in Denver. So there are contenders out there who need a pass rusher like Autry. And looking at last year's deadline, Robert Quinn, the Chicago Bear, a guy you're familiar with, did nothing for the, in the first half of the season. And he still went for a fourth-round draft pick. I think there's a, there's a small chance that Autry could get you a three, most likely a four. But I, if you can get a four for Autry, I think you have enough depth behind him to be able to fill in that gap to Where you're not missing him as bad as you might miss some of the other guys, like Kevin Byard, like Derrick Henry. So that's why I think Autry's the most likely. Now the second guy well, and, I'm gonna and name real quick about Autry, Aut, like so Adrian says KB being trades a bad look for the franchise,
0: which I agree. Sure, I mean it's it's the same as Derrick Henry. And and so I guess the one argument for Autry is you don't have that with the Nico Autry. You can trade the Nico Autry without fans getting like all upset about it and wanting to like storm a Nissan stadium because you're traded away their favorite player. Like it, people like Denico Autry. He's been a great Titan, uh, lived up to his contract. Absolutely. Uh, and so I think, you know, there's fond memories of Autry. Jason wants to know who's replacing Autry. And I do think this is another reason that could make him expendable is like it while they haven't done it so far, you do have a, like a, Rashad Weaver, a Travis Gibson. Travis Gibson. Uh, like, yeah. Guys like this on your team that could, uh, you know, work into the rotation without feeling a huge loss. The question I think about Danico is what's the offer? Because if it is a third or a fourth, I think he's gone. Uh, the question is do you, can you get that much for a guy at, at his age? I don't know. The Robert Quinn thing's interesting. To keep in mind, Robert Quinn was coming off of an 18 and a half sack season uh, that year that he got.
1: But was a totally different player in the year true. he was traded, true. I, I just has not been living same off the
0: 18 and a half a little bit when like the pedigree and that, that could have gained from that, but that could have boosted his value. You're right, you might have talked me into one. Autry here.
1: I might, I might have to pivot my well, answer because let, well, let me get to my D hop bit here, okay? I think that DeAndre Hopkins because he's not a part of the long term solution, anyways, right? He's up there in age, he's still productive, you know, he's not getting a whole lot of footballs thrown his way. Um, and, you know, the yardage and the offensive output, and he still has no touchdowns, probably isn't where you'd want it to be in order to maximize his value. But the market says that you don't have to be producing at a high rate in order to get a decent little compensation, decent little draft haul for a wide receiver. Just last year, Kadarius Toney was traded Chase from the Claypool. New York Jets. Kadarius Toney went from the New York Jets to the Kansas City Chiefs for a third and a sixth. You Chase get a third got a second. And a sixth. And, and Chase Claypool got a second, a great point. So I think that teams would be w- more willing to overpay for D-Hop because of the pedigree, because of you know his ability, which he's still shown in t- at times with the Titans. And we saw it a couple of weeks ago against the Colts where it felt like he was un- unguardable. I think you could end up getting the most bang for your buck by dealing Hopkins now that puts whatever quarterback you want to turn to after Tannehill in a tough position because you're, the cupboard is pretty bare at the wide receiver position at that point. But I I think you could get the most bang for your buck for D-Hop. But there's, you know, there's a backside to that, which how much does that hurt one of these new quarterbacks that you're hoping can change the the direction of the franchise moving forward? Yeah, so that's the thing with the Hopkins thing is you have them under
0: contract at a team-friendly rate, I believe at least, for next season. Um, And so I would imagine the plan for Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon and them is not to suck next year like even if it like this team is not it and you're 6 and 11 and 7 and 10 the cap space the draft picks whatever i i think the titans want to make another run at this like you said mike Vrabel does not like to lose they don't like to rebuild they don't like to tank um and so if your plan is to try and field a competitive team you're going to need some wide receivers and you're going to wish you had a guy like deandre hopkins this time next year if you trade him now so that's the negative to trading him. Uh, plus, he likes Nashville, I, and I like some Music City D hop. He's taken to the country music scene. Um, Jack, let's move on to our final question here. It's more of a big picture question for the chat. Uh, I can go ahead and play this from Mike Vrabel one more time when he was asked if the Titans would consider being sellers at this year's trade deadline. Game day roster. Would you Thank-
1: consider trading assets at the deadline and prioritizing a draft pick in next year's draft?
0: I think we would always consider trying to strengthen the team, whether that's right now, this week, or in the future. Absolutely. Thanks. So there's Mike Vrabel on what he would consider doing, what him and Rand are going to consider doing, and it leads us to this question. Not as much of a prediction, as much as it is your big opinion on the subject with the trade deadline looming on Halloween, should the Titans be buyers, sellers, or Stay put, buyers, sellers, or stay put. Which what should the Titans do when that trade deadline comes in here on October 31st? Uh, Before we get to your answers and Jack and my answers, I want to tell everybody about the Aura app. Uh, Aura, anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full name, personal email, home address, phone number, even your relatives. Uh, But Aura found about 30 data brokers who had my information and already actively removed my information from all of them uh like it took 25 at first and 28 now it's got all of them gone so uh data brokers that profit from selling your information to robo callers telemarketers spammers and anyone else that wants more information off you they no longer have your information to sell i don't get calls from spam callers anymore i don't get unknown numbers i don't get 1800 numbers and people where there's a robot on the other end after I answer my phone. It's very nice. It's nice to know that my information is safe and protected. That's all thanks to Aura. They also have a VPN, a password manager, real-time credit and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls that protects all of your devices from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool that you'll ever need all inside one app. So you go on there. You punch in uh, basically just what you're looking for, your first and last name, your email, uh, and then you go to Aura.com slash ATOZ to get a two-week free trial with that link. get Make sure you protect yourself online. I've done it. Jack's done it. Zach has done it. Austin has done it. So Aura.com slash ATOZ for a two-week free
1: trial. Check out BetMGM if you're looking to get some skin in the game this football season, perhaps even this basketball season, hockey season, whatever you want, it's all going on right now. Use our promo code new users, sign up with ATOZ Sports, and you'll get up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Code A to Z Sports gets you up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses, you can bet on whatever you'd want, but make sure you use our promo code to sign up so you can take advantage of this offer. I'll read it one more time ATOZ Sports gets you your first, get, excuse me, you go to eight is A to Z sports gets you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet misses only at BetMGM. MGM. All right, Jack, uh, it's time for our big picture
0: question. We can uh, get through it pretty quickly here so we can get to our end of show topic, but uh, should the Titans be buyers, sellers, or stay put? That is the big question here with the trade deadline approaching. Steven says, stay put. So does Titans. Kyle Ashley wants them to buy for the offensive line. Luman says they should be sellers. Jason says, stay put Jeff says sellers get as many picks as they can. Scott says, stay put Bork says sellers. Scott says buyers. They need an offensive line sellers from American Toff. sellers from Dylan white. Sell the farm says, Jesse sellers from Paul sellers. We don't have anything to give up draft wise sellers. Now buyers in the off season says Alex. Interesting approach there. Um,
1: Makes wow, sense, logic so. has logic. Logic has entered the conversation all of a sudden. It only took us <laughs> yeah. an hour, but logic has finally entered the conversation. Uh, sellers from Eddie, uh, buyers from J
0: Rome. Anything that's being sold at left tackle. Uh, buyers from B Birds. Uh, buyers, if not buyers, stay put. Says Jaron doesn't want them to trade assets away. Uh, buy trade a first and Burks for Devontae Adams.
1: Whoa! <laughs> How do you fix this team in the draft if you do that?
0: Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good on that one, Ryan Fields. I like Devontae Adams, but I'm good on that. David says, buyer, stay put, says Ben. Uh, no one is trading a good O-lineman, says Scott, basically saying you can't just go buy a good left tackle, which I agree with. Darren says, sell, um, sell, sell, sell. Hashtag trust the tank from Steven. Uh, mixed answers here. Jack Gentry, buy, sell, stay put. Where are you
1: at? Well, first, I want to say one of these answers is totally wrong. There's one answer that is more wrong than the other two, and that answer is buyers. You have no picks to get rid of in order to be buyers, right? You have five draft picks. I'll read them again. You have a first, a second, a fourth, and two sevenths in this upcoming draft. You can't really get rid of the first, second. I mean, maybe you get rid of the fourth, but then you really your hands are really tied when it comes to the draft. You can't improve your team as much as you want to. And maybe the, there's not as big of an emphasis on the draft with, the, with that $80 million in salary cap space that they have to spend this offseason. But you're really putting yourselves in a tough spot. And you want to get younger. You want to get cheaper. You want to get faster. But you also still want to maintain a playoff caliber level of football. And it's hard to do that, like not only next year, but in the future when you don't have a whole lot of draft picks to work with. And there are plenty of free agents you can go get this off season, but I just don't think that now at two and four without Tannehill for the, you know, probably, you know, uh, at least a game most likely like high ankle sprains don't heal quickly. Like he's probably realistically going to miss at least one game. I don't think you're in a position to buy. I don't think you're in a position to win now. Like they have been in the past few years. So for that reason, I think it's either sell or stay put. While I don't think that it, there should be a fire sale in downtown Nashville. I think that you probably do need to recoup some draft capital in, in at least one trade, whether that be Danico Autry, Deandre Hopkins, Kevin Byer, Derek Henry, like we've all talked about, you probably need to find a way to add a third round pick one way or another here. So to me, I I guess I lean sell, but also it's not, you don't need to sell the farm at the deadline.
0: I, you know, I go back and forth. I think you're right. I don't think there's any way they can be buyers. Um, So I think it has to be one of these other two. I'm going to say stay put. And maybe that's naive of me. I don't think this season is over. And, and may, again, maybe that's very naive of me. But it's I still not believe, over. I still believe the Titans this season have enough pieces to win. They need to get healthy. They need Traylon Burks back. And they probably need Ryan Tannehill back. But I think we came into the years knowing that 2 and 4 after the first 6 weeks was a possibility it's a lot uglier of a 2 and 4 than i anticipated hand up granted fair but it's still 2 and 4 with 5 of your next 6 games against bad quarterbacks very winnable i have a hard time waving the white flag right now Maybe that's the romantic in me. Maybe that's like the guy that was like, Hey, there's still a chance. Don't give up hope. And I want to root and, 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 you know, hope that they can come out on top and find a way out of this crater. I don't think they're dead yet. And I think they should, uh, I think for morale purposes, you stay put. Like, if you're not going to get overwhelmed, like, you can't be dumb, right? Somebody comes and is like, Oh, we'll give you a second and a five for Danico Autry. You probably have to take that deal, but I don't think you're dumb about it. I think you need to, uh, not just trade pieces, just to trade pieces, just because they have. So what pieces Sam? Well, Kevin Byer, Derek Henry, Danico Autry, De- uh, Deandre Hopkins. Like,
1: what are we uh, looking for? Like a couple thirds and a Aziz and Alshire, Sean
0: Murphy Bunting, any of these like vets, uh, like, oh, I think he's saying what pieces do they have? I mean, I still think they've got a lot of talent. I do still think they've got a lot of talent. And I know, yes, it's wishful thinking. It is. So, okay, come after me. That's fine. I think they should stay put. I, I don't make a trade just to make a trade. Um, and I'm it I'm is- going to try and hold out hope for this season. I, I do literally, Jack, I think there's a realistic chance. And I don't know what the quarterback situation Depends who starts at quarterback. If it's Malik Willis, Canham. If they're gonna, oh. if they're planning to start Malik Willis on on Sunday against Atlanta, trade everybody now. You're not winning. That's
1: that the exact. That tells me that
0: if you're that not you winning don't that football that game. The if champ. you're cra- I I don't know why this just got me heated all of a sudden, but like, yeah, if if you are Mike Vrabel and you're sitting here planning to play Malik against the Falcons, trade the whole damn farm because you're totally not winning that
1: football game that that exactly you're if you're you're, play, you're tanking it, there if right Panahil in there can go
0: or you want you want to uh maybe give will levis a chance to go and mix things up i think there's a chance the titans can win that game i think there's a chance the titans can beat pittsburgh i don't think you're doing it with
1: malik willis so it, it you know jonathan has a funny comment uh willis is the way to tank that is right it, it, if, true, if you want to but, tank? So like if
0: you're doing malik, that
1: malik willis is your tank commander He is sitting atop the tank. He is giving the directions, which direction to go, who to fire at. He is your tank commander. If you want to tank, you throw Malik Willis out there. That's what you do. You've seen enough of him. If he's out there, that tells me that you don't care about this season and then it's all over. And in your mind, there's no chance that you come back from this two and four start. If Malik Willis starts the game, I agree. Trade everyone. Because you clearly have no hopes for this this season. This is where
0: we've circled back to. Uh, But yeah, that's my opinion on it. Let's move on here. Let's get to our end of show topic. Uh, I have some news about the magic bucket, but here we go. All right. It's Thursday. It's magic bucket day. Uh, Let's get to Wilson County Hyundai first, and then I'll tell you guys the news about it. Wilson County Hyundai, uh, make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. They make uh, the end of show segments each and every time happen. Uh, They're the place to go for your new ride. Jack, Austin Stanley still has the magic bucket. It's a Thursday on the magic bucket day. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to one of my favorites, one of my personal favorite end of show topics where we put the power in the hands of the chat and we're going to do the old school. Ask me anything. Sometimes the, ask me anything is, you know, Austin comes with a question. We all answer Austin's question. I'm going to turn it to the chat. Go anyway. We used to do the ask Sam stuff and have some conversations that way on Monday mornings. So ask me anything is going to be, our uh, end of show topic today fire the questions. And Jack and I, maybe have some. It can be a debate. It can be just out of your curiosity. It doesn't have to be Titans related at all. It doesn't have to be football related at all. It doesn't have to be uh, a, to, a to Z sports related at all. And Orlando with a great example earlier. Orlando,
1: on. cracking me up. Jack, how do you like your eggs? Soft scrambled. Thank you very much. Soft it, scrambled. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay kind of put me onto that. He's got this famous scrambled egg recipe where you, you, uh, you kind of beat them for like thirty seconds on the heat, then thirty seconds off heat, thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off, and boom, they're done. With a little chive sprinkle on top. Yeah, that, that's that's the way I, I like my eggs. I'm
0: a I'm an over easy guy. I like a, I like a little yolk. I like a little. Uh, I like being able to break the yolk and you know mix it in with my rice and stuff. So yeah, I'm, you know. I am a little running egg picky though. I like, yeah, I like, it. yeah, runny. Yes. Oh gosh, if you're eating like a hard yolk in 2023, you belong in prison. Like, what yes, are we I doing? Agree. Uh, Favorite NFL player of all time from Ashley? Do you have a favorite NFL player of all time? Mine. Oh, I sure
1: do. So that's also mine. So we're on the same page. Jay there. Cutler, we're, baby.
0: The Smoking Vanderbilt Jay. Commodore. We have yep. that in common. Vanderbilt Commodore, um, Chicago Bear. I know it's absurd and, most people you know, hate
1: him his career would have been totally different if the Broncos didn't fire Mike Shannon I'll go ahead and say it. um Stephen King says Jack are you related to Amanda Gentry no I am not related Amanda to Amanda J. J um yeah
0: I got one here too we've got a Justin our resident Astros fan why don't I like the Astros do you really want oh, me to answer this Justin why you do you why like I the don't Astros. like you is that a that's not a serious question why does everybody not like the Astros? One, you never like the team that keeps winning. Two, you don't like the team that cheats. It's point blank. It's period. It's I not know. and you don't like the team that bounces your team. I'm a White Sox fan. I got one playoff experience in my entire life, and they lost to the damn Astros. So yeah, I hate the Astros. I root against them. Sorry about ya. Uh let's see. What's your <laughs> What's my workout plan to get in 2XL shirts? It depends on the day, man. It depends what we're hitting for the day. If we're hitting uh, push, pull, legs, it's a nice little rotation going on. Um, And then if you you want to get into 2XL, just eat food or don't eat or go the other way. Hey, people underestimate what a diet can do of
1: just calorie intake. Um, Let's see what else. John Moreland asks a very important question. Jack, how long have you been growing your beard? Are you ready to give it up yet? Um, yeah, I, I was kind of hoping like a facial hair vibe would change the Titan season, but it clearly hasn't. So maybe it is time to give it up uh, on the bye week. Um, that decision will probably you'll probably see the results of that decision next Thursday when I'm back on for Magic Bucket. So stay tuned. You
0: know, we got some people given their uh, favorite NFL player in here. We got Fran Tarkenton, McNair, Dan Fouts, Warren Moon. Um, Do you have just like an, a general unpopular opinion, Jack?
1: Well, according to the chat, I have a lot of them. Um, I'm trying to think of one in particular that's more unpopular than the others. Do you have one while I, while I try and that? Tr- I'm also trying to like think. It, it
0: would have to be... I feel like I need some sort of direction on where to go with my unpopular opinion. Maybe um, hmm, it's a tough question. I yeah, this feels that. a little loaded. I, I definitely have a lot of them. Um, I'm not sure, though, what... Uh, off the top of my head, it's a little it's a little tough. Okay, uh, I will. Mm. I got I, I got one now. I got one now. This is just off the top of my head. I think country music kind of sucks now.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if that's unpopular anymore. But, that... but,
0: but like, I'm the other because I'm not somebody who is like, oh, country, all you like, whatever. I was a huge country music fan for a very long time until I got into folk music. And now all country is like, it just doesn't do it for me uh, anymore. Sean wants to know Apple or Android. It's it's Apple, guys. Come on. It's Apple.
1: right? It's, I mean, it's always been
0: Apple. You can't, we can't be doing Androids in 2023. Respectfully,
1: we can't be doing. Uh... All right, let's do a couple more, Sam, and then we'll get out of here. Um, American Taff asks a pretty relevant question to the NFL, as sad as this is. Sam or Jack, which one's the bigger Swiftie? I uh, I like Taylor Swift. I don't listen to her like regularly. I I can appreciate greatness when I see it, but that's as far as my Swift fandom goes. Yeah, it's me. It's you me. Got that one?
0: Yeah. I'm. i Hey, Taylor Swift. You're the guy, problem you? I, I, I saw the Airs tour movie last weekend, Jack. This is oh, well yeah? documented. By the way, guys, didn't suck. Like, was not bad. Just want to get that right. out there.
1: So if you're Um, looking for a movie this weekend, Taylor Swift's Heirs Tour movie didn't suck. That's quite a strong uh, vouch there, Sam. It it didn't suck. I I appreciate theater. I
0: appreciate, um, I just, I appreciate theater. And so Taylor Swift is a very, very good performer. You don't have to like be obsessed with her music (laughs) to go and like appreciate the fact that it's a three hour plus concert. Where she's moving and dancing and singing and does not miss a beat and is just top-notch the whole time. she knows how to play to the crowd, big Taylor Swift guy, I think she, uh, you know, very warranted in some of her some of her love, and I actually think it's very interesting because uh, it's weird. I hear my parents talk about like, like the Beatles. I hear my grandma talk about like Elvis and stuff. It's We're like living through a generational talent that like will be in like the history books taylor swift right now and i think people need to step back and appreciate that a little bit
1: all right and that was the taylor swift minute from sam phelan
0: hey so yeah supposedly (laughs) she's already made 100 mil from the movie she knows how to play the game man uh she she's balling so Yeah, I do. And well, maybe I am a teenage girl at heart, but you listen to back to December Taylor's version and tell me (laughs) that that stuff does not bang, bro. Oh, my gosh. This this is probably a good place to end it. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, probably uh, cause I'm going to start singing if we get, if we go any farther. So I don't want yeah, you to probably, get carried away. Here. Yeah. Probably need to need to wrap up. Uh, that's all we got for you guys today on a Thursday, Jack and I back with you tomorrow, uh, for a Friday edition of the A to Z sports morning show. Keep it dialed on A to Z sports.com for all of the written content uh, for our articles covering the Titans and every other team in the NFL. Make sure you like the show before you go as well. Not enough likes on the show yet uh, as we get ready to wrap up here. So drop a like, keep an eye out for Buck rising on A to Z sports primetime and let's get through this bye week together as the trade deadline looms more good stuff from Jack and I tomorrow. We'll see you guys then. See you later.